Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey, Brianne, and Tyree. Last week, we reviewed West Side Story, which you should definitely check out. And on this week's episode, we will be reviewing the Hulu original series, Candy. So Candy, Candy was released on May 9th originally. So it had release dates May 9th to May 13th because I think they released them like every week or something of 2022. It was created by Robin Veet and Nick Ancaska. It was directed by a couple different people, but the person that did the most episodes was Michael Updale. He is known for Fargo, American Horror Story, Ratchet, And yeah, there were uh, three other directors, I believe. The costume designer is Robert Blackman, and Robert Blackman has won Emmys for his work on Star Trek. Um, So he did Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek The Next Generation. He did American Gods. Yeah, so he has like a career in... Trek, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were a lot of different makeup artists on this set. There were 21 different makeup artists. The makeup was like pretty simple, but I think it was more like hair probably because they had to do like this 80s inspired style. So the plot of Candy. Candy is an American biographical crime drama streaming television limited series created by the people that I said above. It stars Jessica Biel as the real-life Candy Montgomery, who was accused of the ex-murder of her neighbor, Betty Gore, in 1980 in Texas. So Candy Montgomery was a suburban housewife, and she was accused of murdering her neighbor, Betty Gore, because she was having an affair with Betty's husband, Alan. Dun, dun, dun. So, going into characterization, as Tyree said, Candy Montgomery is played by actress Jessica Beale. Candy is an American homemaker. She was accused of murdering her neighbor, um, who, again, is the wife of her lover. She was 30 years old at the time of the incident, which is wild because... They, if you look at the real life pictures of of Candy, I thought Homegirl was like forty something. So like it's it was interesting to see that she was only thirty because she looked a bit older than that. And yeah, she her character wears like a lot of she wears a lot of solids, but she also wears like there was like this plaid in the eighties that was big, and like she wears that quite often. Like I don't know if she repeats the plaid, but like I just that was the other like pattern, I guess, that I saw her wearing. And then we have Betty Gore, who's played by Melanie Linsky. And Betty is a very sweet but socially awkward and caring and sometimes depressed um, housewife who grows resentful with toward her life. She just isn't, things aren't going the way she thought they would. Her husband is gone for work a lot uh, and she doesn't like it. She actually calls his boss sometimes to complain and like 
her husband is like, can you stop calling my boss, please? He doesn't like when you do that. And her husband meets Candy at a motel to commit adultery together. Like they literally plan to do this together. Um, They're on a volleyball league together. And that's how it started is like, Candy was lonely and she reads a lot of like sex novels. And so she, she, her attention, her focus goes to Alan and instead of just kind of leaving it alone um, one night when he drives her home, he, she decides to tell him like, I'm attracted to you. And that's kind of what starts their affair. Betty wears a lot of patterns and prints. Like she's almost exclusively in pattern in this series, like a lot of florals. Um, and then, yeah, just a lot of like geographical kind of looking pattern, but that was very heavy in her character. The other characters are Pablo Schreiber as Alan Gore. And there is Timothy Simmons as Pat Montgomery. And both of them work for travel, but Alan works like more out of town than Candy's husband does. Candy's husband is, he works, but like, I, I believe he's more like local. And then there is a cameo by none other than Justin Timberlake, Jessica Biel's real life husband. And he plays Deputy Steve at Deathball. And he he's like the lead sheriff or yeah like lead sheriff in this crime and he's the one who finds like the bloody footprint which winds up being like a really big part of capturing that it's candy is this one footprint they get like it's on the linoleum and he notices it and he says to the guy who's helping him he's like make sure after you photograph it that we cut that part out of the linoleum floor because he's like there it is like he zeroes in on it right away and knows that that's gonna like catch the killer and it it actually does wind up and there's also like a blood print that's on the the fridge that is significant as well in identifying that it's candy as far as costume goes in this, it's like, I think it stayed very true to the 80s. Like, I had to kind of remind myself to continue looking at the wardrobe because the drama is so, like, there's a lot. And so, like, you get really engrossed in, like, immersed in the plot. But I felt like they were true to the 80s. Like, what did you think about, like, the wardrobe and the time period? Um, I think that it was definitely true to the 80s. I think specifically like with her glasses like yes. they were those a big like wide frame if you think big of like um the big glasses with like the pink frames or like you know yeah. like 80s and the men I think like their ties were like wide Very and wide. yeah I think that they did a good job I think Candy what I'm like looking at and noticing is that like her character starts in red so uh-huh. I'm trying to think like maybe she's like the villain or whatever but her character ends in like these shades of blue where yeah. like that's when she's like oh well this is what actually happened and she's like trying to get herself off so I don't know if they did that on purpose by like softening her color palette towards the end I think um because you know how there was like there's there's red lighting that they use a lot in mm. the show and so I feel like like there'll be scenes that are completely like saturated and in red coloring like red lighting and so I don't know like I I feel like your observation of the red is spot on that like there there's something there I don't know what it is but it seemed very purposeful yeah and then what do you think about do you think that they looked into like the archives of the real story and like found pictures of candy or they just 
came up with their own. I feel like they came up with their own because, like, I had to wiki this, the like the real woman, because this <laughs> this was a wild ride, and I could not believe it was based off true events. So, like, I was wikiing the real candy, and like, other than the glasses, which those I think they had to get right because it's such a big part of like the character. So that was really like similar, but yeah, other than that, like. I think they were catching more of the spirit of who she was versus like, I'm going to say, for example, like the Ted Bundy film that Zac Efron was in on Netflix, Mm -hmm. like that, they actually had side-by-sides where like it would literally show that like Ted would wear a suit in court and then it was like they would recreate it for Zac. So like that's where someone, that's I think a good example of like where they do their research and like due diligence. But for this one, not that they didn't do their research. I just, you know, you asked, did I think that they kept true to the real candy? And I'd say probably not. I think they took liberties, if that makes sense. Yes. And also we talked about this before, um, is like when people film shows that either the characters get like dirty or have like blood. We were wondering about like how many duplicates do you think that they had or like how many times that they had to film something? Because there are scenes that like she's in the shower and she's fully clothed or like they have this like fight scene and there's like a lot of blood. So like there had to be a lot of duplicates, but we just didn't know like how many yeah. You know, one outfit that I actually thought was super cute was her volleyball <laughs> outfit, like her little mm. terry cloth. Like she had these little teeny tiny terry cloth, like Daisy Dukes, and then a very cute little red halter top that was also terry cloth. It reminds me of Juicy Couture back when those like terry dresses were a big deal. It was very much like that. I thought that was super 80s. Like I actually, I like, noticed it very much in that scene so I thought they did a good job but like I'm just gonna be super honest candy dress is terrible like I think she's a bad dresser like she's a housewife but like as opposed to Betty at least Betty like puts together some cute sets and like she's wearing little dresses and she I noticed with Betty Betty always had belts with her dresses but candy is just kind of She's kind of frumpy to me. Like, I don't know. What do you think of Candy's look? Yeah, she just looks regular. Yeah. I I mean, like, she doesn't give me... I mean, it's the 80s. One thing that I was thinking of is, like, the phone calls. Like, imagine trying to get a hold of someone and you can't, and, like, you have one phone. Like... Like, (laughs) God, we're, like, aging ourselves. I wonder if we have listeners who even, like have like ever had a landline in their house (laughs) so like yeah job I think like I definitely felt like it was the 80s like I Mm -hmm. never there was never a time where I was like "Ooh, they didn't get that era right like the costume designers very much understood the assignment and like did it justice yep and so with that yeah. We will move on to the red carpet. Okay. This one's exciting today. Um, I will let you take it away, Tyree. Okay. So we're only going to talk about Jessica Beale. And Jessica Beale has very cool style. She is styled by Rob Zangardi and Mariel Hine. Mm-hmm. And they are known for Jennifer Lopez, Lily Collins, Camila Cabello, Cara Delevingne. Basically, like, 
all the it girls <laughs> or a lot of them. So the first outfit we're going to start with is the Hulu Candy FYC event. And Jessica is wearing Jean-Baptiste Valley. And this outfit is super simple. It's all white. It is a sleeveless crop top, but it's like right above her belly button and it's white and she's wearing these like wide like pants and they're like above her belly button so there's just like a slither of skin there it's a wide leg pant the bottom is like fringe so it's like an unfinished bottom and she's holding a white clutch and then she has like these necklaces i don't know if it's like one necklace as like four chains or it's like four chains or four or five chains like clumped together mm-hmm. but it's like super casual but it's also like fun and flirty I don't know if it's like flirty but it's just like easy going and she has a center part and her hair is just like down how do you feel about this so I didn't know like I would have never ever ever guessed that this was on Batista Valley like if someone asked me who this was I probably would have guessed maybe boss or mm. Sally is it Sally LaPointe mm. I, I would have thought maybe that Calvin um, Klein. Calvin Klein, for sure. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of like, what? Because, you know, I'm going to assume that our audience is is a bit fashion savvy. You guys know that Jean-Baptiste, it's like those big frou-frou tulle-like dresses. Like, you know, Lizzo just wore one to the Emmys. Like, mm. she wore this big red one. That's what I think of when I think of Jean-Baptiste. Like, I'm just... I don't think I can get over the fact that this is <laughs> this is the designer it is because I just am like, what is happening? It's a cute outfit, though. I will say that. It's very, very cute. Yeah. So the next outfit that we're going to talk about, I actually like the first outfit, but it's just yeah. like a regular plain outfit. And it doesn't look like Jean-Baptiste Valley, but it is what it is. Okay. So the, ne- <laughs> the next outfit that we're going to talk about is another candy press event. And Jessica is wearing a Tory Burch dress. And this is just like a regular long sleeve dress. I hope I described like the shape elements, but it's a long sleeve, like sage green dress. It goes all the way down to the floor. And on the top portion, there is like this like brownish color that has like an abstract feature to it. It goes over to her shoulder and it goes down to like her elbow with that brownish color and then the rest is green and it has a belt detail that's diagonal and it has like two little tasseled things that are hanging and at the bottom part of the skirt is more of that brownish detail with a slither of the sage and then a black triangle. Basically it's a plain dress but it has like details color details to it and it's Tory Burch what are your thoughts on this I really dig this I think this is very like it's it's got this 70s feel to it like it feels a little like of another era um I think the color like Jessica I don't know if she has a tan but like her skin complexion with the gown is really working and so is her hair color. It's very complimentary. I like the belt. The belt is an interesting and unexpected like accent that I think is really successful. And this tan portion of the dress that they have, tan and black, I should add, the like abstract shapes that they have are also really, uh, they add a lot of flair to the dress. Like it makes, it takes it from being just like a boring long sleeve, like, 
fitted gown and it turns it into fashion. So I, I would, I'm also, I'm surprised this is Tori Burch. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm having a fit right now. Cause like, I, let's see who I think like, this looks like theory to me or like, um, yeah, like the couples, like, I don't know, like, it just, it doesn't really feel like Tori Birch. like, Tori's not usually this cool to me, and, like, this is a pretty cool, like, bold print that she has going on, but regardless of all of that, I think Bob and Marielle completely aced this look and should be very proud that they put her in an outfit like this. Yeah. What do you think? I love it. Again, I wouldn't know that this was Tori Burch, and I can't really see her shoes, but, like, in hopes I'm wearing, I hope that she's wearing, like, booties or, like, boots. And you know what would look cool with this is, like, a hat, like, a black brimmed hat that has, like, leather details. That could have been a moment. Like, yeah. I mean, this is already great, but I'm just thinking, like, like, she could have, like, shut it down, shut it down. <laughs> yeah, that would have taken it to, like, a Beyonce kind of level. Like, that's what Beyonce would have done with this, is, like, worn a hat. No, and I think it's just, like, it's very 70s, like, boho. I could see this, like, sleeveless. I could see this wearing, like, she could have worn, like, tennis shoes and just be, like, walking to the store or something. Yeah. So I do like this dress. Like, I think it's great. Very cute. So the next look we're going to talk about is one of my favorites. This is um, Jessica Biel at the Louis Vuitton men's show for spring summer. And she had like this like press moment during like fashion week in Paris where she went to the men's shows. But like this look is Louis Vuitton. It is a leather skirt that has like cutouts of leather that are like pieced together. And then on top of that is this like... I think it's like another leather skirt, but this one doesn't have cutouts. It's like flat, but it's tied around her waist up higher. And then it has like two overlay pieces that are on her shoulder that are like gold and black. And I don't know what to call them, but I do know that this is three pieces of an outfit. It's not a dress because I saw her wearing like a skirt with just like a t-shirt and she's wearing black booties. She has a black purse and... Yeah, she looks like a gladiator or something. What do you think of this? This reminds me of The Matrix. And, like, <laughs> it reminds me of... And, I mean, she's a she's an ambassador of the house, so I think it makes sense to reference her. But Jennifer Connelly would 1,000% wear this outfit. But, again, she's a brand ambassador to Louis, so I feel like that's a no-brainer that, like... I would kind of think of her with this look. I will say Justin Timberlake is not bringing it. He's in the photo with her. And I mean, we're not talking about him, but like he could have done more. Like, I feel like Jessica is super on point and then he's just there. I feel like his pants are unfinished. Yeah. He's just looking frumpy. Like I I'm kind of mad. Cause like she looks better by herself. Uh, and I think she just, she looks like an it girl. This is a very it girl look. I could see Zoe Kravitz wearing something like this. Like, I could see Caitlyn Dever maybe wearing it. Like, I just see some, like, little it girl wearing it. So it's definitely a moment for Jessica. And I think that they should be happy that, like, they were the ones that got this look. Because I feel like this was probably one of Louis's looks that was most requested. And I, Rob and Mariel, I don't know what they did to get it, but this would definitely be, like, a, a win that they were the ones to be able to debut this look. 
Yeah. And I, I just like it because I don't know. I just know that I saw her wearing that skirt with like a t-shirt after the show. So I don't know if they just like added that extra skirt detail, like as an accessory, the flat yeah. panel part. And I just think like she looks cool. She looks like a rocker. Like I could see maybe like Gwen Stefani wearing this or like. Do we like Jessica in it or do we see other people wearing it? <laughs> you know? Okay. Well, that's the thing is, yes. I do like her wearing this because I just think that like, it's a cool outfit. So I think like that's going along with what you said is like, she's the lucky girl that got chosen to wear this. So like, it's like, this will look cool on so many people, but it looks cool on her. Yeah. I think she did it justice. I just, I think in us naming all these other stars, it's like, (laughs) it's just, we can see it. Like once you look at this, like, I hope you guys will take a chance to go online and look at the dress. You'll see what we mean is like, you start thinking of like other people that you could imagine it also being worn by. Yeah. But I think she looks great. And like her hair is pulled back. It's just like letting the dress talk basically. That's why we can see so many people. Yeah. And this is a very classic Louis Vuitton look. Like, I would know right away that this is Louis. Like, if you showed me this, that would be one of my guesses would be Louis Vuitton. So moving on to the next look, this is again at the men's show in Paris. This is Kenzo. She is wearing a it's not plaid, but it's like kind of like plaid, but she's wearing a black and white suit. I don't know if that's gingham. It Sorry, it's be. hard to tell, guys. Like, it's, yeah, it's like squiggly line. It's not like square. It's like yeah. it has a squiggle detail to it. But um, it has a matching jacket, matching pants. It's black and white. She's wearing a beret. I think it was 1970, possibly on it. She mm-hmm. has a cute little satchel bag that's red. And also, I remember when she was on the carpet, her jacket was open, so she was wearing like this black like bralette or like bandeau, and mm-hmm. she just wore like this like black and white suit what do you think of this i so the suit's adorable i would wear it in a heartbeat i think that it is so cool what i will say i don't like her accessories i the beret i do like like i think that's super cute i don't like her purse there's just something about it that kind of throws me off it's probably the color of it and it's not that i think she needs to match and be black or white with her clutch but like I think there could be a better pop of color for some reason. I I zero in on that. I think it's the material too because- It looks cheap. Yeah, like looking at it, I just, it's not successful. Like it's not elevating this look, her wearing this bag. Like to be honest, I wish she had passed this off to like a publicist and like we didn't ever see it. The other Mm. thing I will say, I don't like that she's wearing an open toe shoe. Like I feel Mm. like this, this outfit begs for a closed toe heel. And I think they took the risk in putting her in a sandal. It's, it's not that it's a deal breaker by any means. Like overall, she looks very, very put together and cute and trendy, but there's just some accents that like I would have I would have just changed a few things, but like, I mean, she, again, she understands the assignment. And I think that Rob and Marielle should be applauded again, because it seems like they know Jessica's body very well. Like her proportions, like if you guys look at these photos, everything fits so well. So like, they're definitely paying attention to like how things like lay on her and, and making sure that it's like the best version it can be. What do you think? Mm. 
I just don't like the bag. I think it looks cheap. I think that they could, I wish they would have done like a circle bag, like a round bag that was like either black, like metal or like a metallic, something to like spice it up a little. But like this bag just gives me like, I don't know, nothing. But I do like the bray. So I just think the accessories, if she would have taken the hat off, it wouldn't have completed the outfit, but she yeah. needs to lose the bag. And I'm not really mad about the shoes, but one thing about, I know that she's going to fashion shows, but like wearing the full look. Yeah. Like how do we feel about wearing the whole entire look versus like mixing brands? I think that you are taking liberties to call yourself a stylist if you are just simply requesting look whatever number and like not changing a thing or changing something very small like, oh, we'll put a different shoe with it. It's like that's that makes me question, is it styling at that point or are you just like replicating what was already you know, shown on a runway. To me, that's boring. I know that like Tyree and I, like we talk a lot in the DMs on Instagram. And like, that's one thing that I will say is that like, we talk about like, you know, people utilizing full looks and like, I'm just going to use this word because I don't know another word, but like, it's a little lazy to do. Mm. And so, yeah, Tyree and I talk about it a lot. Like, do we think that it's styling when you're just putting the exact look on your client. And my answer to that would probably be no. What do you, what would you say on wearing a full look? Uh, it depends. Cause I think like sometimes it does go to like brand deals. Like I know in like editorials, like they don't recommend like you mixing brands. Yeah. And I know that like we're talking like off topic, I guess, because she is at their fashion show. So it's yeah. like, okay, like she's going to be in the full look. Totally. But I do think that it like, does run a bit lazy because you're not really styling. Like the person that put that look together styled that and then exactly. like basically passed it on to you and you just like put it. Basically what yeah. you would be doing is like if you styled something and took a photo of it and sent it to your client in New York is what they did to you pretty much. Yeah, like, <laughs> at that point it makes the stylist just like a liaison is yeah. what it is. But Super cute suit. Like, really, really cute suit. Yeah. So the last look that we're going to talk about is recent. It's from the Limetown premiere. And Jessica is wearing Louis Vuitton again. This look is actually really cute. The top is, like, this, like, Baroque detail. It's long sleeves. It has, like, a white, like, pleated collar. She's wearing a pattern belt, a leather skirt that has, like, a petal slit to it and she's wearing brown leather boots that are above her knee and she has a box clutch and the colors are like blue and tan and white the skirt is black and the boots are brown so it has like a nice mix of colors what do you think of this i'd like to see this on someone else i I really (laughs) don't think that this is it's wearing Jessica in a way Mm -hmm. like she's not wearing it. She's got a really nice stance and I think she's trying. Like I definitely see that she is feeling herself and like really putting her best foot forward. But like I could see like Amanda Seyfried wearing this and Mm -hmm. it being more successful. Like I could see like Zoe Saldana maybe perhaps Mm -hmm. like wearing this. Like I just... 
to be honest, I could even see like Nicole Kidman in this and like really rocking it like to a CMA awards or something or like a party with Keith Urban. Like I just, I don't see this as true to Jessica's style. She's had stronger looks that we talked about prior were stronger. And I'm a little tired of the like, here's the full look that they're presenting. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, but like you could have done, like her hair could have been really funky. Like they could have gone cool with like an eyeliner or a lip. Like, what do you, what do you think? Okay. So you just made me think of something. I don't know why my mind always starts racing. I don't know who I would have put in this. I would have either changed the shoes. I would have done a booty or I would have done like a thigh high where you can't even see her leg. And I would have maybe done a thigh high boot and then did like a fascinator with like, I don't know why, like, cause she does like accessories. So I would have done like a fascinator with like a a mesh detail. Cause it's like, if you're going to go for like this, like look where it's like leather Baroque, it's like, I'm in, I don't know what era this is, but it's like, you need to fully go for it. And I think like she's trying, she's almost there. Yeah. But she's not giving it to me. That's a really great way to describe it. And and it I agree so much with what Tyree just said. It's like we can tell she's trying, but it's just it's missing a few elements to really make this stand out. But she's it's by no means a bad look. I'm just a little I'm a little like hot and cold with this one, I think. Like I can't say that like I love it. Like I definitely don't love it is kind of my answer. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's okay. Like, I they, I like what they did. And I love Robin Mariel, so. Which outfit, real quick, I just was curious, which outfit sure. you like best? The one that I like best, the first one, the Jean-Baptiste Valley, because she just looks cool and comfortable. I know it's not like a red carpety look. And then the second outfit, I would say the Louis Vuitton men's show, because it shows like, the soft side of her, and then it shows, like, she can be, like, a rock star. So I like those two. Yeah. What about you? Mine's a little different. I would I would say Cory Birch is my favorite one. And then if I had to pick a runner-up, I'm going to go with exactly what you, you picked is the Louis Vuitton little mini dress that she's wearing. That would be my second choice as far as, like, favorites and, like, what I think is on trend and just, like, more successful. Yeah. So <laughs> that wraps up this episode of the DM. Hopefully you guys check out Candy. It's super, super fast. Like I I was all ready to like kind of bitch and moan a little bit about like 10 plus episodes. It's five episodes. So like mm-hmm. I binged it in one afternoon. It's very riveting. Like it kept my interest. It's good background noise. Not trying to sell you guys on anything, but I just think that it's actually like out of the shows that we've watched, like where I haven't watched it already. This was maybe one of my favorites. Ooh, what about nice. you? Um, I love this. I love true crime. I was trying to think of if we have done a true crime episode, and I was just thinking about our interview with Karen Wagner because she did Waco, and yeah. so it kind of like puts us in that realm. But yeah, I like this show. I love Jessica Biel. I didn't know that she acted really. I don't follow her that much. (laughs) I don't follow her that much. I mean, I do know she's an actress, but I didn't know like she could act. 
And she has cool style. So it like all worked out. Yeah. Hopefully guys check it out. It's on Hulu. So, um, Yeah, I I would definitely recommend this. And I'm just so happy again that we are back. I can't believe we're in season four. Like, I just remembered that. And I'm like, holy (laughs) crap. And we have so much more to come. Like, I'm really excited for some of the other projects and like films and TV shows that we're going to, you know, having on the show. I think you guys are going to really like it. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The DM with Audrey, Brianne, and Tyree, where we reviewed the Hulu original series, Candy. You'll find links to Candy's homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work, rate, review, and follow. Check us out on the DM.net or on Instagram at, at Audrey Brianne and at Tyree Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brianne, and Tyree.